0: Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Thursday to you. It's Thursday, February the 18th. You know, the Sixers came off a 118-113 victory last night over the Houston Rockets. There was a game where they had a 29-point lead. They got a little sloppy in the second half. And ended up winning by five points. It was closer than it should have been. But you know what? A win is a win. And it's one of those things where, you know, the Sixers are coming off a, a three-game losing streak out West. A lot of times, the first came back after a West Coast trip like this. It's kind of like a bad game. Also, they did not have Ben Simmons. And, uh, you know, I, I think they did okay. I think they did okay. I mean, again, the goal is a win is a win. It wasn't pretty in the end, but a win is a win. So, I want to talk about, I want to dissect that victory in the first segment. Second segment, I want to just talk a little bit about Matisse Thibel, right? I'm going to mention him a little bit in the first segment. I'm going to talk about him a lot more in the second. And then in the third segment, you know how we do, people who listen to this thing. You know, I'm just going to see stuff that comes to my head. But this podcast is brought to you by Bilt Bar. So I suggest for, I want to do you a favor. So I suggest you go to builtbar.com, use the promo code On, and get 20% off your next purchase. Do it today. Now, in addition to being the host of this podcast, I am the Philadelphia Inquirer 76ers Beat Writer. You can read my stuff in Inquirer.com. You can go get, pick up, if you're in the Philly area, pick up a Philadelphia Inquire, pick up a Philadelphia Daily News. It runs in both papers. And, you know, you can follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. That's P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers. You can, you can follow me on air with on Twitter and Instagram, Pompey on Sixers. Now, you know, yesterday's game was one of those things where um, you know, you look at it and you say to yourself, okay on the surface, Houston has John Wall, they have Boogie Cousins right, so you're saying all that, and you're like, well you know, this is going to be a pretty good game, but then when you realize you're saying to yourself, like okay, this Houston team they lost six, they're coming in here losing six in a row um Christian Wood is out. Um, they have a lot of other people injured. I mean, it's, it's to a point where you're saying to yourself, like, this game loses a lot of luster, right? You know, it is, Victor Oladipo is out. P.J. Tucker is out. You know, you're saying all this stuff. You're like, you know, man, like we're, we're, we're talking about three starters that's out, right? Three. So you're saying to yourself, like, man, I don't know about this one. And then you hear that Ben Simmons is not playing. Like, hmm, okay. But you still think that the Sixers have enough firepower to blow this team away, right? And they do. And then they go up big. I mean, Matisse Thibel is shutting John Wall down early on, right? He's, 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 you know He's doing a great job on John. And then all of a sudden... They're up by 29 points, talking about the Sixers. And you're saying to yourself, like, oh, this game is over. And then the Sixers start turning the ball over left and right, right? I mean, the Sixers ended up with 23 turnovers for the game, right? So they're turning the ball over left and right, and you're saying to yourself, like, don't worry, don't worry. They got this. They got this. They got this. But then you realize, like, this team is going to come back. And that's what happened. I mean, they came back on the Sixers. Now, my thing is, if we're going to be real with it, the Sixers, in a way, they they got sloppy. You know, they had the game locked up, and they got sloppy. Now, that is kind of sort of like a concern. But at the same time, I'm looking at it as if, like, hey, they got sloppy because they were up. This team is who they're playing. This team has some quality players, though. So they're going to keep coming back. And if they would have lost, yes, it would have been a bad loss to lose a game when you're up by 29 points. But I I factor that at this particular time, any win – an ugly win is better than a close loss in my book, <laughs> right? So you'd much rather be the Sixers than the Houston Rockets who came back and almost won the game, right? you rather be the Sixers. And with that being said, you look at the Sixers. I, I expect them to win again tomorrow night when they play the Bulls, right, I expect them to win probably when they go to Toronto or when they go to Tampa to play Toronto on Sunday and Tuesday. So what I'm saying is it's like sometimes a bad win or an ugly win is, is it just happens. And, and you look at it and you say to yourself, it's a good win. Sometimes it's just how it is. And to me, this <laughs> a win is a win. I mean Joel Embiid had thirty-one points. Um, you know, Joel had he had thirty he had thirty-one points. He had, let me see how many rebounds big man had. He had uh eleven rebounds. He had nine nine assists. If there was a downfall, it was his six turnovers, right? You, he was twelve. He was ten for twelve from the foul line. You know, um, Seth Curry had a solid shooting night. He started at the point guard. He had twenty five points. He was eight for thirteen shooting, three for five on threes. He made all six of his uh, foul shots. Now um, he had five turnovers, right? Then you go to Tobias Harris. He had twenty four points. He was eight for seventeen from the field, seven from eight from the foul line. He had uh, a game high fifteen rebounds. He has five assists. He had two blocks and one steal. And then you have uh, Danny Green. Danny Green had twelve points. He all he, he attempted six threes. He made four of them. He had uh, three rebounds. He had two turnovers and two. I mean, three turnovers and two blocks, and then coming off the bench, uh, Tyrese Maxi He was four for seven, four for seven shooting. He had uh, he had ten points. For Conkorkma, shot two for six. He was one for four. You know, that's a start in the right direction. I know two for six, one for four, you're one for four and three is a thing. Like, come on, Pompey, that's not good. But when you factor in he was 0 for 5 shooting in each of the last two games, before heading into this one, is a is a shot in the right direction, you know. Um, Isaiah Joe was 1 for 6 overall, 1 for 5 on threes. So, Mike Scott, you know, I like to see Mike shot, Scott shoot the ball more. He only had one shot attempt. He was 0 for 1. Um, I would really like to see him shoot the ball more. I really would. I really really would. So, you know, that's where we are. I mean, that's where the Sixers are. You know, it was a win. It was one that they, uh, you know, that's it, all that matters if you win these games. That's it. You just win. <laughs> Seriously. Now, you know what, what what a real winner is? A real winner is Bill Bar. Seriously. Bill Bar. So, what you need to do is you need to go to BillBar.com. Use the promo code locked on and get 20% off your next purchase. And the reason why I built bars of winner is because it's a protein bar that tastes like a chocolate candy bar. I haven't had one yet this morning. And I'm upset at myself because I haven't. I mean I was like I don't know. It seems like I'm out of it because I haven't had one. And I'm telling you, soon when I get done with this podcast, I'm going to go into the pantry, and I'm not just going to have one, I'm going to have two. <laughs> yep, true story, I'm going to have two. And what you need to do is you need to get the enjoyment that I get. Like I said, go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code locked on, and get 20% off your next purchase. Now, Matisse Seibel, it's funny because when you look at the Sixers lineup, you always say to yourself, you say, like, there's no way that they could break this lineup up. You know, even with Danny Green, even when Danny Green has an off night, he's still, the fact that he can make shots um, and has a reputation of making shots, you know, guys are going to guard him differently, right? But when you look at a guy like Matisse Seibel, you'll say to yourself, and you saw how he had the defensive performance yesterday, you say to yourself, well, look, maybe Matisse could be that guy. Maybe he could be a a stellar, you know, athletic, 3 and D type, small forward. I think the only thing holding him back is the fact that he really doesn't shoot the ball. He doesn't. I mean, he kind of shies away from it. But his defense on John Wall in the first half, I'm here to tell you, was phenomenal. I mean, it was phenomenal. I mean, you know, he was stealing the ball. He was throwing something, you know. John Wall kind of, like, struggled in the first half. Um, he had, like, two points, you know? you know. John Wall got himself together in the second half like a competitor, like you knew he would. But Matisse, man, he brings a different element, a different element. And I kept, while I was, you know, looking at the game, I kept saying, like, maybe I could see him in the starting lineup right about now. Maybe I can. And I was, like, really thinking about, like, not maybe, but definitely he should be in there. But then I thought back to it, and I said, well, what about the spacing? You know, when you have Danny, that's another floor spacer, and that helps out with Embiid. But I'm telling you, Matisse looks good. You know, Matisse is. You know, is, is, if he played more minutes, he would probably be lead, he would be leading the league in steals. If he played more minutes, he would. You know, that's the only thing holding him back. Now, the only thing that's holding him back, like he's holding, sometimes you figure he's holding himself back, um, because of not shooting the ball, but in regards to all the top defenders, I mean, I believe he's the best defender out there, if not the best, I believe he could he's a first team all league talent, I do, but he's coming off the bench, he doesn't get the minutes, he doesn't get the minutes. But um, I mean I seriously I was thinking like what would they do? What would they do and how exciting it would look to have him in that starting lineup. But no, we'll see. I think that in the future he will be. I i if not later on this season. I expect him to be in the starting lineup next year. If you know, if, they, if he's not traded or anything like that, but I expect him to be in the starting lineup next year. I think that him and Ben Simmons, from a defensive standpoint, they bring a lot. You know, I think that for him, his big thing this summer would be just going out there working on on your offensive game. Work, you know, we all know you're a quality defender. You know, but working on your threes, you know, getting in the lab, so to speak. Now, this off season was kind of different because the pandemic and it was condensed and all that. But, you know, it's funny. I could see him making a huge leap next year. I can't. I really can't. Now. Now, you know, we always talk about podcasts. The one thing you need to know about this podcast is that you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you subscribe to podcasts at. Right? Not just this podcast, but you can subscribe to any of the Locked On podcasts. In addition to that, you can follow me on Twitter. As I said before. You, you can fi- follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers. You can follow me on Instagram at Pompeii on Sixers. And you can go and you can read my articles on um, the Enquirer.com Sixers articles, Right? But there's only one place that has you covered. And one place we trust. BetOnlineAj. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnlineAG and use the promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Now, you know, we were talking about the Sixers earlier and saying that they're in first place, and they are. They're a game and a half over the Brooklyn Nets. They're first in the East. And, you know, the thing is they have to shore some things up like, this is a wacky season when you look at the standings, right? I mean, you like you look at the standings and you see in the East, there's not a lot of teams with winning records. Not at all. Like, okay, you have the Sixers at 19 and 10, right? You have Brooklyn at 18 and 12. You have Milwaukee at 16 and 12. And you have Ball uh, Indiana at 15 and 14. Boston is 14 and 14. The Knicks are 6th at 14 and 16. Toronto is 7th at 13 and 15. And Charlotte is 8th with the same record, 13 and 15. So when you look at it, you're saying to yourself, you're like, man, this is like tough. Like, it's like, what's going on? What's happening? So the thing is, as long as. The Sixers keep winning. I mean, you keep saying that everything's going to get tougher for them. But as long as they keep winning the longer, like, they're going to be okay. You know? Like, I do believe, I keep telling everybody. I keep telling everybody that Brooklyn's going to come out of these. I mean, I just think so. You know, I think that, you know, they're they're winning games without their, their best player. The, I think the fact that they're not having their best players play, um, you know, regard, I mean, you know, like I know it's the COVID, uh, I know it's injuries, I know it's all that, but the more that you play your reserves, the more confidence they're going to get when it comes down to the playoffs. I do. Milwaukee, Milwaukee is, you know, 16-2. They've been struggling a little bit lately. You know, but I, I think that, you know, I don't know. I, I Like, the Sixers, they need all their guys in order for them to be competitive. They do. With that being said, I don't know if they can get it done against these teams. I just don't know. it. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I want to thank you all for listening, and have a Bless, bless, day. Oh, before you go, I do recommend one more time that you go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on because you won't regret it.